It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, Santa! You could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy. On now at APCO. Ho, 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 ho. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a Nutshell for this Monday morning. It is the 5th of March, 5th of March, 5th of June, 2022. Good to have your company, Daniel Pettigrew, in the chair for the next hour before Vossie and Brandy through 1170 Sydney um, uh, and then Patton Hills through SENQ and 16 at 20 Gold Coast. All hope you had a good weekend. It's the 6th of June. Not the 6th of March, 6th of June, 2022. Pleasure to be with you as per usual. Big show today. Um, disappointing, though. Uh, unfortunately, uh, no Charlie Goodsir uh, this morning. Uh, I was looking forward to hearing. He was very hard on the Titans uh, just the other morning. I was looking forward to hearing uh, his opinion on the Gold Coast Titans. But uh, no uh Charlie Good, sir. So I'll take you through the NRL round, but plenty more as uh, well. French Open done and dusted. We'll talk about that in just a second um, and much more. So welcome along to the show. It is one past five. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yes, built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a ream. At one and a half past five. Now, just before we get to uh, the rugby league from the weekend, and it was a condensed round of rugby league with the state of origin just, what, just over 48 hours away. Um, Rafael Nadal, and we will talk more about this uh, later. Uh, 6-3, 6-3, 6-love overnight, straight sets, winning yet another French Open, his 14th French Open title. It's just a remarkable achievement. And you look at someone like a Nadal, who only probably a year ago, 18 months ago, um, and the, and I'm, I follow tennis quite closely. There's a, people um, more across the game than me that thought that was the end of him. He wouldn't come back. And then he came back and, and he won this year's Australian Open in that remarkable final uh, five or so months ago. Um, and then the French Open tonight, or the, so overnight in straight sets. Uh, we'll talk more about it in more detail a bit later on. Uh, but what a win for Rafael Nadal. Now, I want to know on 0457 736 736 or 1300 the greatest sporting athlete you've ever seen. Would he be in that conversation? I think he has to be. Now, I still think Roger Federer, in terms of tennis, is the best player. But how blessed have we been over the past 15, 20 years to have Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, to a certain extent, Andy Murray as well. Um, it's just been an amazing privilege to watch. And look, none of them have officially uh, retired yet either. Um, we don't really know what's going on with Roger Federer, but I don't think, unless I've missed something overnight, he hasn't said he's retiring. Nadal says he's going to keep fighting. So the greatest sporting athlete of all time, not just tennis, but the greatest sporting athlete of all time. A chance to win a Valvoline t-shirt this morning. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. There is a host of people you could nominate. Uh, Nadal, I still think Nadal has to be in that conversation. 
he might not be number one, but he'd definitely be in the conversation. Just, if not uh, for his great tennis ability, just his fighting spirit to keep going. Uh, just incredible. Um, so, yeah, uh, greatest sporting athlete of all time. Best nomination gets a Valvoline T-shirt. 0457 736 736. Really want to hear from you this morning. Or 1300 1170 at four minutes past five. Let's get to the rugby league, though, from the weekend. We'll cast our eye back on all four matches shortly. But before that, let's have a listen to the highlights yesterday. You would have heard this on SEN where the Raiders 22 defeated the Roosters 16. Here they go, through the centre of the field, far too comfortable for Adam Elliott. Here's Manu, Manu's going hard for the line, now he flicks it out, Tupanua. Tupanua's got the ball at the line, got to bring it down, he does. Lobs one over to the Sutton, oh Oh, wow, Sutton threw it blindly to no one, flying through was the X Factor. Xavier Savage scooped it up from his toenails. Well, They're going to kick to Swali. No, they go left-hand side. Here's Walker. Walker floats it over the oh. top and Nangama left it behind. Goes over the Spitwater sideline. Comes to nothing. I'm sure Kiri was looking to kick to Swali. Way under Charge pressure. Charge down. Picked up. Horsburgh won't have the pace. Offload. Seb Chris will. Walker is chasing. Will not catch him. Well. What a start to the second half for the Canberra Raiders. The ground. That's the last tackle. They'll come right wow. side. Kiri is there. Where's Suwali? It's a high one. Suwali! Spectacular! Put him in the forward pocket wherever you want. That is outstanding. Great kick. Better take. Slow play the ball. Starling goes back to the right-hand side. Fogarty goes out the back to Savage. Tomoko's got it. Tomoko got that. Too strong. We talked about what a strong ball runner he is. Got away from Momorowski. This is the last play of the game. Go to Swally, well, they got you? the Roosters. They go down a short side. Kiri's there. Over to Walker. Suwali stops short of the line. Unbelievable defence from the Canberra Raiders, and appropriately so. They have won the game, and they embrace exhausted. What an amazing game of rugby league. Yeah, Jimmy Smith in a commentary there with the team yesterday. It ended up that Joseph Sawali, even if he had gone to score that try um, at the end, he actually put his foot out anyway, so it wouldn't have been a try. Uh, Raiders 22 over the Roosters 16. Let's look at that game first. An important win for Canberra. We'll start with the bright side. I thought Savage probably had one of his better games for the Raiders yesterday. I thought he was very, very good. Um, and I thought, look, they, they played well, Canberra. They there were bits of that game, especially in the second half, where uh, the Roosters started to come back to get them. But I thought overall, no uh, Jack White and no Papali either. Um, the Raiders very good at home. On what was, uh, I know a lot of people that went down to that game, a very, very cold day. I know uh, Vossi was saying in commentary on Fox League about, I think it felt like about zero degrees at one point in time. So uh, the brave people that ended up going to Canberra or uh, in Canberra, Raiders fans, uh, well done for going to the game. But an important win and uh, that's well, almost really four out of the last five for Canberra. And they're starting slowly to turn their season around. And uh, they'll definitely, and we'll go through the ladder shortly, but they're definitely uh, close to that top eight now. So well done to the Canberra Raiders. A very important win over what was, to be fair, an understrength uh, Sydney Roosters. No Tedesco, no Tupo, no Hargraves, uh, no Lindsay Collins. Obviously, Radley still out as well. Um, 
I did think they were pretty disappointing, though, the Roosters. And if you are a Roosters fan, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. I saw someone tweet uh, yesterday during the game that uh, the best and worst of the Roosters are worlds apart. We saw what they did against the Sharks uh, last Saturday night, and then they turned up yesterday. And whilst they started to come good in that last 15 or 20 minutes, uh, pretty disappointing. And I tweeted out, yesterday and I would be interested to uh, know your thoughts on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. The form of Luke Keary now um, I I thought he played very well against the Sharks a couple of weeks ago and and I've seen a few bits of criticism throughout the season on social media of Luke Keary which I think has been a bit harsh Um, he's moved to that halfback role which he's never played really ever played before Um, and a lot of people saying that maybe potentially he should be moved back to that 5-8 role and move Sam Walker to halfback. We'll see what uh, the Sydney Roosters coach Trent Robinson does with him there. But, yeah, the form of Luke Keary, I thought yesterday was the game that the Roosters probably really needed him the most. Uh, no Hargraves, no Tedesco. Um, and it seemed to me, and I don't know how closely you watched the game, but it seemed to me the pet play was either Walker or Akiri doing that short ball to Tupanua, who had a fantastic game, but it became very predictable. That and the ball to Joey Manu, and he played well as well, but he could only do so much from the back. Um, uh, It takes a long time to get back from an ACL injury, and I think he's been playing decent footy, but I think maybe a couple of question marks on him uh, yesterday in that performance against the Canberra Raiders. I I still think he's able to turn it around, and I don't think he's in bad form, but the attack looked clunky. It looked all over the place for the Roosters, um, and that's when you need someone like a Luke Keary, who is the main playmaker now in the side and has been really for a couple of years, despite the injury uh, last year, um, to take control and maybe just to calm them down a bit. But, uh, yeah, they looked all over the place until the last 15 or 20 minutes. And at that point in time, I thought Kiri probably played his best uh, 15 or 20 minutes of the day. Uh, Roosters fans, your thoughts? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Uh, what do you think? What do you, what are you worried? Because you look at the Roosters next draw, next three weeks, just before we go uh, to uh, the other games this weekend, They've got Melbourne this weekend at the at the SCG, uh, followed by Parramatta out at uh, Combank, followed by Penrith out at Penrith Football Stadium on a Friday night. So it is a very, very tricky few weeks for the Roosters. And one wonders if, and who knows what will happen over the next few weeks, but one wonders if they will come back and look back at those games they lost, in particular to the Bulldogs and the Dragons, but probably as well yesterday and come to regret that Big time come the end of the season. Only time will tell. 0457 736 736 1300 Your thoughts on all of that. Plus, asking you for your chance to win uh, a Valvoline T-shirt this morning. Your greatest uh, sporting athlete of all time after Nadal won a 14th French Open to your text and call shortly. 0457 736 736 or 1300 The other games uh, this weekend, we touched on uh, the Cowboys top. Titans match on Thursday or on Friday morning with Charles. Uh, they're just so good, uh, the Cowboys over the Titans. But uh, Vossi and Brandy sort of saying exactly what we were saying on this show. Surely now Justin Holbrook has to be under some sort of pressure. Um, 
uh, he took them to the finals last year and they were only a game away uh, from making, well, only a play away, sorry, from making it to the second week of the finals. But a lot of people had the Titans close to their top eight this year um, and they have been dreadfully disappointing. The Cowboys, they continue to prove people wrong. Now, the other two games, though, since we've been off air, Panthers 30 over the Bulldogs 18. Weird old game this, and I know when we were talking to Charlie on Friday morning, we said um, that if there was ever a chance for the Bulldogs to pull off a major upset, it was then. And they got back in that second half to, I think it was 22 points to 18, and you thought maybe they were coming to get them, but it just shows the culture inside the Panthers missing, what, five, six, seven of their stars due to origin, albeit they were playing a side that has been struggling this year but still managed to get the win. Um, and, and I think any wins that the Penrith Panthers pick up throughout this state of origin period, which was always going to be, I think, their trickiest time, at least on paper, uh, very important to them. So Panthers 30, Bulldogs 18. Um, I still think there are some good signs for the Bulldogs. I thought uh, Burton actually had a decent game. He looked interested. Adokar, as you expected, played well, but um, the Panthers just too good. And then the game on Saturday, Manly 44 over the Warriors 12. Not entirely sure what to uh, say about this. An important win for the Manly Sea Eagles uh, to keep their top eight hopes alive. I know I've put the red line through them uh, with no Tommy Turbo uh, for the rest of the season. But if they are going to be a chance, and they had no Daily Cherry Evans, of course, on Saturday night too, but if they are going to be a chance to make the finals, they have to win games like that, and they did, and quite convincingly as well. The Warriors, on the other hand, they returned to New Zealand, I think it's the 3rd of July, so it's four weeks yesterday, um, or four weeks um, until they return. They play the West Tigers, and uh, although they are still going to be based in Australia, I think they uh, need to get back to New Zealand ASAP. And you talk about coaches under pressure. Uh, I think Nathan Brown has to be under pressure. Um, he, I think, may be running out of ideas of what to do with the Warriors side. Um, your thoughts on all of that? Your thoughts on the round of football? 0457 736 736 or 1300. 01-1170 is the way to get in contact with me this morning. It was a condensed round of football, but uh, some interesting results uh, there. So 0457-736-736 or 1300-01-1170. Just taking you through the ladder before a break. Uh, Panthers lead the way on 24 points. The Storm a second on 20 points. The Cowboys and the Broncos and the Eels all on 18 points. The Eels just outside that top four on points difference. The Sharks have jumped up to six with that buy, so they're on 16 points. The Roosters and the Rabbitohs round out the top eight on 14 points, but the Dragons are right on their heels because they are also in 14 points just outside the top eight in ninth position. Then the Seagulls and the Raiders in, uh, on 12 points, the Knights on 10 points, the Tigers and the Warriors on eight points, the Titans on six, and the Bulldogs on four. And, and that ladder just shows how crucial the next few weeks are for the Roosters because if they are to lose all those three games, which is quite possible, uh, they will definitely slip out of their top eight. Uh, yesterday, they could have got their way back close to the top four, but now 
fighting to make their way into the top eight. So interesting times ahead uh, for a club that everyone expects to be there at the end of the season. At quarter past five, your thoughts on all of that, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Also asking you for your chance to win a Velveline shirt, and we'll get to your text after the break. Um, greatest athlete of all time, Nadal, just so good. Uh, this morning and overnight, winning the French Open in straight sets. We'll talk more about that in a second. But your greatest sporting athlete of all time, is Nadal in the conversation? Is it someone else? Obviously, I still think Federer in terms of tennis is the best I've definitely seen. But in any sport, the greatest athlete of all time, chance to win a Valvoline T-shirt, 0457 736 736 1300 We'll take a break, come back with more. It is 16 past five. Yeah, it is 20 past 5, 0457 736 or 1300-01-1170. The way to get in contact with me this morning. Good to have your company as well. Uh, to your texts in a second, asking your greatest sporting athlete of all time, 0457 736 736 on the back of Nadal's win, and we'll get to that in just a second uh, in the French Open. Uh, your greatest sporting athlete of all time, 0457 736 or 1300-01-1170. And you take on the round of rugby league as well. Uh, obviously just a shortened round, but still some big stories to come out of it. The coach is under pressure, I think, definitely, as I said, Nathan Brown and Justin Holbrook. And I think the Roosters are one of the teams really under pressure at the moment uh, in this season after 13 rounds, sitting in seventh position with a very, very tough draw to come. Your thoughts at all of that or something else? 0457 736 736 1300 01 1170 chance to win a Valvoline t shirt. Now let's do a French Open update. No Brett Phillips, but it is thanks to B Solar. Let the sun pay for your electricity. Visit B.Solar to learn more. And as I said, Nadal won his 14th French Open and a record-extending 22nd Grand Slam title uh, overnight with a straight sets uh, win of Casper uh, Ruud uh, to become the oldest uh, male champion of Roland Garros. Now, uh, it was a disappointing final, has to be said. Nadal, 36 years old, won 6-3, 6-3, 6-love, uh, with victory coming 17 years to the day since he claimed his first French Open as a 19-year-old in 2005. He won the last 11 games of the final and is now two slams ahead of old rivals Novak Djokovic and Roger Federer, uh, with Sunday's victory coming against all the odds. Now, he's the oldest winner in Paris since uh, 32-year-old André Guimineau in 1972, and he wasn't even certain of taking part after a chronic left foot injury, which has plagued him throughout his career, fled up again. Uh, we saw him get through some of the biggest matches uh, against the biggest names across last week as well. Uh, however, this, uh, tonight, uh, two hours, 18 minutes it took him uh, to win that game. Um, so, or win the match. Uh, just fantastic. It took his record at the tournament to 112 wins against just three losses and also put him halfway to a rare calendar man's or men's Grand Slam last achieved by Rod Laver, in 1969, Nadal is now unbeaten in 13 previous finals in Paris, playing his uh, playing in his 30th Grand Slam decider. So there you go, uh, six three, six three, six love in two hours and 18 minutes. Very quick for a final, and his 22nd Grand Slam title. Nadal and as we know, as I pointed out earlier, won the Australian Open about five months ago, and he is on course for a Grand Slam. Now, 
Uh, it will be interesting to see if he can win Wimbledon, which starts in a few weeks' time. I wouldn't rule it out. I don't think he'd be coming into it favourite, which is bizarre considering how well he's been playing this year. He would be one of the favourites, but it's not. Uh, obviously, he prefers the clay. But I wouldn't be ruling it out uh, if he can back up, if he can stay relatively injury-free. And he has vowed to keep fighting on. So going to be very interesting to see how he fares at Wimbledon in a few weeks' time. Um, and it all begins again. But would you have him up there with one of your great sporting athletes? I would. He, he would be there. He, would not, he probably wouldn't be number one, but he'd be very, very close. And I think when Nadal started his career, he was liked, but everyone liked Roger Federer. Um, and no one, you can't blame anyone for loving Roger Federer at all. But I think over the past five or ten years, I think he's converted nearly everyone uh, to how well he plays tennis, how good he is to watch, and just the fighting spirit. I don't know anyone that doesn't want to see Nadal win more Grand Slams. So well done to him. Just a fantastic victory overnight. 6-3, lover. You a Nadal fan? Are you someone that doesn't like Nadal? Uh, I don't know if there is anyone that doesn't like Rafa Nadal, but just a fantastic uh, victory. Meanwhile, in the women's singles final um, on Saturday night, another quite one-sided final. Uh, Iga Schwantek, 6-1, 6-3 over Coco Golf and... Uh, I think really Brett Phillips has been saying all throughout um, the tournament that it was going to be very hard to see anyone other than Schwantek win that Grand Slam, so well, that title. So well done to both of them um, and your thoughts on that. Uh, but the greatest sporting athlete of all time, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Wimbledon begins on the 27th of June, so... Three weeks today, it'll be back on um, with the final taking part, uh, place on the 10th of July or overnight the 10th of July uh, here. So uh, very, very interesting, all of that. To your text now, hi, Dan. Heather Mackay has claims on the greatest athlete ever, won 16 British squash opens from 1962 to 1977, but was also undefeated for 19 years until she retired in 1981. She was also a champion hockey player and in a racquetball and also keeping an eye on Minji Lee this morning, who has a handy lead going to the final round of the US Open and has birdied the first two holes. That's the Yeovil Truman. Thank you, uh, Yeovil Truman, uh, for keeping us up to date with that. And no doubt, uh, in fact, I'm 100% sure for people listening through 1170 Sydney Brandy, we'll have the golf desk ready and the music ready to go, and we'll keep you across that. Also, another text. Hi, Dan. I... Um, Rod Laver was the greatest tennis player I ever saw play. Only man to win two calendar grand slams with one slam uh, coming before turning professional and one after not being allowed to play any grand slam events for about six or seven years. We can only wonder what his record might have been. And well, I just mentioned Rod Laver when we were talking about Nadal, but he could potentially do it this year. I, I, I wouldn't say it's likely, but he's there. He's got the opportunity. Um, Rod Laver before, well, clearly before my time, but uh, what a player he was from the highlights you uh, can see and the, the amount of respect he gets um, each year at the Australian Open from every player. Uh, it's just fantastic. So keep those uh, texts and calls coming in 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. I uh, want to know your greatest sporting athlete of all time. Your take on the NRL round this weekend. I think, as I said, uh, a few people uh, under pressure, coaches and players and teams 
Um, and anything else you want to talk about at 27 and a half past five. Now, uh, you would have heard on SEN the cricket over the weekend. Uh, Joe Root gave his successor, Ben Stokes, the perfect start to his reign at Lords, carrying England to victory with a match-winning century to seal the first test against New Zealand on Sunday. Now, Joe Root, as we know, walked away as skipper in April after five years and a record 64 games in charge, but remains the team's most reliable performer and produced a knock of 115 not out to set up a five-wicket victory. In a decisive partnership with Ben Folkes, who made an unbeaten 32 in a stand of 120, Root, uh, Root shepherded the home side to a stiff chase of 277 with his uh, first fourth innings 100. Now, by doing so, Root became just the second Englishman to reach 10,000 test runs, following in the footsteps of his, of his own predecessor as captain, Alistair Cook. Uh, the symmetry of their achievement does not end there, with both men exactly 31 years and 157 days old when they crossed the threshold. Interesting. Uh, it was Root's 26th century, the same as West Indian great Sir Garfield Sobers, um, but he'll be even more uh, satisfied by its importance to the team. Uh, so well done to England. Well done to Joe Root. And he, he struggled a bit on the Ashes series here last year, but he's a fan, fantastic player, a fantastic batsman, and well done on all his records. And obviously now embracing his time away from not having to be captain of England, that pressure off him now, and he can just concentrate on his batting. And he certainly did that and help get England over the line in that first test against New Zealand overnight. So well done to England. Uh, 0457 736 or 1300-01-1170. Asking you this morning, your greatest sporting athlete of all time. Chance to win a Velveline t-shirt this morning as well. Your uh, greatest sporting athlete of all time on the back of Nadal's victory. Your take on the round of rugby league. A lot coming out of it. Uh, your tip for origin. We'll get to that maybe tomorrow on the show. Plenty more. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Keep those texts and calls coming in. We'll get back to them shortly. We'll take a break. It's 29 and a half past five. And it is six and a half to six after six three eleven seventy. Sydney, Andrew Voss, Greg Alexander taking you through the breakfast show. Vossi is here now. Morning, mate. On the back of the Raiders, good win uh, yesterday afternoon that you were calling. Uh Ah, uh, Lieutenant Dan, you say that through gritted teeth, <laughs> I did, you yeah. rooster man. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, no, Ra- yeah. Look, I'm going to give the Raiders a big rap because I, I absolutely had Red Felt pen them, um, mm. you know, six weeks ago. Now winning four of their last five mm. and, and were really good last week in defeat as well against Parramatta. Mm. Um, and yesterday was a, a spirited performance. Uh, must be very happy with that. I must say this morning, it is. I'm, I'm always hesitant to say Brandy and I are on the Minji Lee bandwagon yes. because our bandwagon success rate is not good. Yes. But, you know, US uh, Women's Open beckons mm. uh, and we didn't hop on the Rafa Nadal bandwagon. Looks what happens. Rafa Straight wins sets. again. Yeah. 22nd uh, Grand Slam. So it's huge sport to talk about. The fight yesterday. Mm. So much sport. It's coming out of our ears this morning. And I'm sure Brandy will be at the golf desk many times this morning. He will, and he's in camp with the New South Wales team, so we get this great access to the Blues just a couple of days out from uh, State of Origin number one. Sounds good. Coming up after 6am, Vossi and Brandy take you through the breakfast show through 11.70 Sydney, up in Queensland through 16.20 and SENQ. We pat in heels. They've got uh, Clinton Chukovsky on uh, with his My Great Origin experience. Group one winner, David Van Dyke, and Brett Phillips will also wrap up the French Open in Queensland. Speaking about Rafa Nadal... 
text here saying, good morning, this is from Brett, good morning, a best athlete ever, Michael Phelps, swimming, 23 Olympic gold medals, end of story, Brett, yeah, uh, hard to argue with that. Overnight as well, disappointment for Ukraine, uh, Wales won, Ukraine nil, so Wales through to the World Cup, well done uh, to Wales, but disappointment for Ukraine after they did beat Scotland uh, just the other day, but the Wales through to the World Cup in November at the end of the year, looking forward to that. Thanks for your company today, as I say, Vossi Brandy up next through 1170 Sydney and then through SENQ and 1620 Gold Coast. It's Patton Hills. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 5am. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.